to the KPB from the Cat podcast. I'm managing editor Leslie Clyde, and this week I'm very happy to talk with Deborah Damari of Damari Design, which has studios in New York and Miami. Today we're going to learn about a driving force into practice, which is vegan design. Be sure to subscribe to KBB's YouTube channel and click the, the like button on our videos. You can also subscribe to KBB's From the Cat podcast on such apps as Apple, Spotify, Pandora, and Google Podcasts. Please feel free to leave a review. Welcome, Deborah. Thank and you so I'm much. Glad you could make it. And uh, why don't we start with the very basics? What exactly is vegan design? So vegan design is designing spaces and environments. For me, what vegan design is, my personal belief, is designing spaces that are not derived from animals, from any living creature. And they're also cruelty-free, meaning that none of the products are tested on animals. So a product can be cotton, but we want to make sure that it still wasn't tested on animals. How did you first become aware of vegan design? Well, I've been designing now over 20 years, which I can't believe when I say that. And um, I've always been very, very into animals and pets. My whole family, we all have pets. We've always had pets and we love our pets so very much. And I'm also on the board of Farm Sanctuary. I'm quite involved with PETA. So animals are a very strong part of our life. And I think I just didn't want to make the connection between using animal-based products and my love of animals because I wasn't ready and my ignorance or my pretended ignorance was bliss because I had to know that the leather couch that I was selling or the fur pillow that I was selling was derived from an animal. But I guess I just wasn't ready to make change. And um, I received a video on dog leather. And once I saw that video, I think that was just the push I needed. And I said, that's it. I can't do this anymore. You know, nearly a billion animals are killed for the skins industry. It's a horrific industry for the animals, for the laborers, and for the end user because putting all the ethics aside and the, the tragedy and despair that is attached to the industry, there is a tremendous amount of health risks using animal-based products because they are loaded with chemicals and toxins. It's the only way to preserve a skin. It was once on a living being. So it's not just going to stay soft and supple by itself. So I really had entered this rabbit hole when I became a vegan designer um, I thought really I just did it first for my love of animals, but I, I soon realized that it had a lot to do with health and the planet and the environment and all the runoffs of the chemically filled lakes and streams, you know, from the runoffs from factories. So it's, it really touches upon so many aspects of health and wellness and, and ethics. How did you go about educating yourself about vegan design? I literally just dove in headfirst. <laughs> it was, I had no idea what I was looking for. It took a very long time to understand what I needed and what my needs were. And to this day, I'm still learning. I, we have a very strong community within my, within my company and our Facebook group and so on and so forth. And 
I'm constantly being uh, fed great information. I'm constantly being called on things that I think are ethical and they're telling me, no, it's not. So I'm always learning. Um, it was really just about Google and research and articles and connecting with other organizations. And, and it's, um, it's really been incredible. It's been a turning point in my life. And it's, it's really, I say this portion of my life is that's what I'm meant to do to, to educate and teach others and show others through demonstration that you can have gorgeous living spaces without harming animals or people or the world. It's wonderful. When you start a project with a client, uh, do you find yourself having to educate them about vegan design? Do they want to learn about it? Would they rather just have you seamlessly implement it into the project? You know, it's interesting when a client comes to us, there's so many different ways they come to us. A lot of times, if it's simply referral for a regular project that they don't even know I'm a vegan designer or that I focus on chemicals and toxins, they haven't even looked at my website. They come strictly from a referral. We don't even discuss it. I design their space beautifully. I use, if it's a luxury client, they have, I'm, I'm using a very, very high-end faux leather. And they don't even question it. They love that it's durable, even though it's still expensive because they want good quality. So we have that kind of client that has no clue. And then we have other clients that come to us for ethical reasons that they, they really want their space to be completely non-animal based because of ethics and compassion. And then we have the other clients that come to us specifically because they want a healthy space. They want it. We're getting that more and more. They want spaces that are as low in chemicals as possible, as safe as possible for flooring, for, for everything, from everything from flooring to wallpapers, to fabrics, for their child's room, for their living room, for their kitchen, everywhere, bathrooms, everywhere. So it's been really interesting. So we have very specific groups of people that, that come to us. Um, do you know of any other designers or do you educate other designers about vegan design? Yes, I have a whole nother platform called vegandesign.org where I educate designers. We provide a certification, a course that they take that gives them an understanding of it and how they would implement it in their, in their um, practice. Because I say, don't do what I did at first where I became hundred percent vegan. I mean, that was in the smart business practice. I did it purely emotional. And I would still do it again, you know, um, but offer it like staging, offer it like color consultation. You're now offering non-animal based design and you can word it differently for your clientele or for your audience. It can be, it can be healthy. It can be cruelty free. It can be focused on wellness because it's all integrated. So yes, our course is wonderful. Our community is wonderful. We also offer resource guides. We are, offer tip sheets. We have, it's really, it's, it's its own school, vegandesign.org. We have a shop on there because a lot of times then, even though we have a resource guide that, that designers can purchase, but let's say they only want to get things on Amazon. We have an Amazon shop that's focused purely on cruelty-free vegan items. Um, what would you recommend uh, people do to start integrating vegan design into their homes? Well, I think that it's, it's, you know, for designers, there's the education and which they can also implement with their clients. They can, instead of using, for example, start easy, I say, take baby steps. 
you know, you can pick five, five is always a great number. I love the number five, pick five things that are animal-based, small things, not expensive things that you want to switch out. So I always say, start with the bedroom, because to me, the bedroom is one of the most important spaces in a home because it's where we spend a third of our life, most of us, and it's where our body repairs itself. We're sleeping when we're sleeping, our body's repairing itself. So start with the pillows, replace your pillows with, get rid of the down pillows, use down free alternatives, use Kapok, which is buckwheat, use, um, use a down alternative, a cotton. There's so many things that you can consider. Um, you can go onto your decorative pillows, replace if they have a down insert, replace it with it with one that's a down alternative. If you have, if you want to go a little further and you have a leather chair and you want to replace that, you can do that, but that becomes more costly. But I think starting with little things, if you pick five things or you pick one type of item, I'm going to replace three wool things within the next three months. So perhaps you have a wool area rug loaded with chemicals. You want to replace that with an organic cotton or a hemp or a sisal or even, even a rayon or polyester, which also has chemicals, but has less impact on the environment and is more ethical. So I say start small. It's a good idea. How do you verify that products or technologies involved in producing those products are vegan practices and, and materials? Well, what we have is first on our site also, we have, um, we have certified companies. So someone will apply for the, lo our logo is a trademark logo on vegandesign.org. So in order to, to get that logo, someone would have to um, apply for the logo. And it's, it's, we have a detailed questionnaire for them to apply as a company. Now, most companies don't offer completely vegan items. So as long as a company has one product that is vegan, we will allow that as a, a business listing because we, our goal is that people will see that that company has one great product that is vegan and it will bring them a whole new clientele, ones that are focused on health and wellness and ethics. As far as products that we have in our shop and that we, that we offer to our clients, research. You know, we, we, our resource guide is sold a lot by a lot of designers like our resource guide, because we've taken all the hundreds and hundreds of hours that it's taken for us to sift through our favorite vendors, our favorite mattress companies, our favorite paint companies, you know, all the things that we as designers need, they're staples. So we've gone through all that. We've done all the research and done, gotten down in the dirt in order to find out exactly what is considered vegan and ethical. So the company itself that we buy products from, they also offer things again, that are not, not vegan, but they do have products that are 100% vegan. And that's what we focus on. Um, are vegan products more expensive or less expensive than comparable products? It really depends. I mean, you could get things that are extremely affordable, like an organic co cotton cover, for a pillow at Target, or you can go super high end, ultra luxury. Again, like I was saying that the faux leather that is very, very, very expensive, the faux vintage velvets that are very, very expensive from certain lines. It really runs the gamut from, we have a virtual design service and we charge a couple hundred dollars to do a room. 
and then for the service and all the items we select for the client to purchase are all vegan. So these are clients that are on budgets. But then we also have the other end, the super luxury, completely non-animal based, where we can do custom pieces that are wonderful, much more expensive. And those are pretty much non-toxic because we get to choose all our fill and everything. And durability. I mean, the things are vegan design, um, vegan products are just as durable as non. People always ask about that. It's, it's exactly the same. Some products are more, some products are less. Mm-hmm. Um, could you tell us about the first vegan room that you did design? Oh, well, my house <laughs> is the first vegan room. My entire house is completely vegan. Everything. There is nothing in this house that is animal-based. Even from when I ordered cabinetry that they came in with leather handles, I had them replaced. So every space in my house is 100% vegan from the carpets to the beds, to the mattresses, to the chairs, um, accessories, everything. There is nothing animal-based in my home. Can you take us through the process? Did you go through your existing home and throw everything out? No, actually, I was fortunate because we were remodeling our home. So I took it as an opportunity to use it as a blank canvas. And from that, I have a book, Vegan Interiors, that we actually created a whole book. It includes other projects as well that are vegan, but it mostly focused on the house. And it really shows the process and and what we think about. So I think it's like anything when you're doing it, if you're a designer and you're doing um, a bedroom, I would say bedroom, I guess, because it has a lot of different types of furniture. If you're doing a bedroom, you know, the rug that you're going to select is going to be either an organic cotton or a hemp or a sisal with perhaps a cotton weave in it. So it's soft. You could go poly and rayon, which again, are the most toxic of of those choices. For your mattress, you want to do something completely vegan because a lot of mattresses contain wool and have leather binding. So you want a wool-free mattress. And for your headboards and and your platform, if you're going custom, you can do beautiful perennial, which also has certifications. I always look for certifications as well. We try our best to find things that are GOTS certified when looking for fabrics. If not, our next step down would be Okutech certified because we wanna always maintain the integrity of whatever we're, we're creating if it's custom. And so our fabric selections are very important and they sometimes dominate the project. So where do we start? Sometimes that will be the the place in the fabric selection, depending on how custom the client is going. And if they're not going custom, then the fabric selections that, that are offered within that product line of the vendor, and we work out from there because we are limiting ourselves a bit if we're not going custom. So we, we want to know what we can start with and then how we can enhance it. See here. I think the next question is, what's next for vegan design? Where do you see it going? Well, what's next for us is, I mean, we're really focusing a lot on chemicals and toxins because, again, it's all ma- there. It's a marriage and sensory design. I've always been designing spaces for uh, those within the population of autism, and designing for spaces for someone with autism, of course, has to be non-animal based and healthy because you must create it as as healthy a space as possible for someone with any kind of uh, sensory or neurological challenge. Uh, 
And um, we are doing a lot now with nursery and kids rooms as well. We created a fun, wonderful course. It took us over a year to put together on how to design a cruelty-free and chemical-free nursery and kids room. It's a two-hour course. It's all online. Do it at your own pace. It's $280. It's great for designers. Um, we have so much information in there. The modules are short. Uh, we have great experts. We have the founder of Naturopedic Pat Mattress. We have Dr. Bronner from Dr. Bronner, Lisa Bronner from Dr. Bronner's Soaps. We have a sleep expert. Um, we have a fabric, um, um, an organic and non-toxic fabric expert that a lot of people in the industry know, Patty Grossman. So we have, we have a uh, occupational therapist who discusses sensory environments and how to create them for children. So it's a wonderful course. And so I think that's included in our next phase, continuing with spaces for, for all populations and all kinds of people, all age ranges. But so yes, yeah, it's, it's been very exciting. As, as an animal advocate myself, um, I'm thrilled to hear about your work and your commitment. Uh, I'd like to thank you so much, Deborah Damari, for joining us today on KBB's From the Cat. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you so much.